the potter's house is somewhat of a foreign concept for us in 2019. And I would wager a bet, and I'm a United Methodist pastor and I don't gamble, but if I did, I would bet that the number of people in this room this morning who have ever set foot into a potter's house, I bet I can count those people on one hand, and perhaps I may not even need a hand to do that. I mean, here in Arlington, the idea of carrying around a clay pot with our water, our lunch, um, our grain that we got from the grocery store is really a foreign concept. I mean, we live in a world now where we're even phasing out the use of plastic containers to carry around those items. I mean, you can go to any place where you're going, and more often than not, they're going to have water there for you and a vessel for you to drink it out of. And as I was preparing for this sermon, I would like to tell you that as I was reading about the image of a uh, of a potter working on clay, uh, that uh, what came to my mind first was a, a very intentional person sitting around a wheel, spinning and moving the clay, maybe making a vase or vase for those of you who pronounce it the wrong way. The clay moving around and around, and the potter, the ceramicist moving their hands in and out with different amounts of pressure, using different tools to form the clay. But if I'm going to be honest with you this morning, the first thing that came to my mind was Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze in the hit movie Ghost, with, of course, the sweet melodies of Unchained Love by the Righteous Brothers playing in the, in the background. And maybe Pastor Jeff will work that uh, into the service next week. The funny thing, though, is whether you're thinking about an ancient potter's house, I mean, Harry Potter a friend who's a ceramicist, the container store, which is the modern-day equivalent of the potter's house, or even Demi Moore creating a vase while her ghost boyfriend is watching on from the distance. The technique for forming and molding clay on a potter's wheel has not changed since the ancient church. The music playing in the background, the sights and the smells of the community may have changed. And maybe the wheel is no longer foot-powered and you have an electric-powered wheel, but the process of intentionally throwing down a piece of clay onto a potter's wheel and then forming the clay into something has not changed since the prophet Jeremiah had this vision. Jeremiah was a prophet. His job within the community, his responsibility was to listen to the Lord, receive uh, a vision from the Lord or words from the Lord, and then disseminate that to the people of Israel. He had a central role within the community, and he was just as necessary as a potter. See, prophets guided the religious and political leaders by communicating what these visions of God were and what they meant to the community. And Jeremiah was called to the potter's house. This is a place that would have been very familiar to him and his audience. And there, the Lord revealed to Jeremiah that that lump of clay spinning around on the wheel and being formed by the potter was the relationship between Israel and the Lord. This was a metaphor used to describe the relationship that God had with Israel, God obviously being the potter and Israel being the lump of clay that was being formed. 
The local potter had the task of providing for the needs of the community, and the divine potter, revealed by the prophet, had the task of forming and shaping the entire community. You know, back, way back in Genesis, Abraham received a, a message from God that he would be a blessing to the nations. And Jacob, after he had his hip broken, received a new identity and was blessed by the Lord. And since then, Israel had been set apart by God to be a blessing to the nations. The divine potter shaped the community, taking the community's collective soul, their religious identity, and political vocation, and taking all of that to serve God's divine purpose. I mean, sure, the, the daily and religious, the daily religious and civil tasks of, of the community were carried out. But this vision revealed by the prophet showed that those religious and civil tasks, while they may be led by people like me, those tasks are shaped and guided by God. And if necessary, that divine potter will take what the potter has created and start over again. Through the prophet Jeremiah, the Lord revealed that our Creator is, while being distant, is not a hands-off deity, only concerned with the eternal punishment of creation. No, the Lord assured Israel that the one who fashioned humanity out of clay, clay from the earth after the earth had been formed, would continue to be a part of earthly affairs, the affairs it first was engaged in to fulfill the purpose of the divine potter. You know, we are a community formed, that has been formed, and is continuing to be formed by the divine potter. We are generation upon generation removed from the ancient words of the prophet Jeremiah, and we are generations removed from a potter's house. And so it can feel like this metaphor for a relationship with God begins and ends at the ancient potter's house or with the words of the prophet. But we today, are we continue to be recipients of the divine potter's mercy every time we gather for worship and prayer and study and service. Whenever we engage in acts of worship, we open ourselves up to the possibility that we will experience the pressure of the divine potter through the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we will be formed by the potter. We are a community that has been formed with Christ at the center. And we are a community that is being formed by the potter towards what uh, people like me call sanctification. And that's just a churchy word for saying moving closer to God's holiness. But that's a process that we cannot do apart from one another and apart from the potter it's easy to sit back and read the words of the prophet and think that God is only working on me, and then somehow I have to figure out how I fit into the rest of what God is doing in other people. But instead, the Lord was talking to Jeremiah about the entire community of Israel. The Lord is shaping and forming this community 
us downstairs, those other people upstairs, and folks who are not with us this morning. We are being shaped as a collective community. Yes, there's individual action happening by God in our lives, but at the end, it's so that we as a community can live into God's divine purposes for the journey that we find ourselves on. So often the journey of faith uh, gets tied up in the idea of having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And while that is a scary thought, because if, do I really want Jesus to know the deep, dark secrets of my life that I don't want you all to know? But we as a community, we are being formed at the same time. We are part of the potter's task for being the hands and feet of Christ to the world. You know, Jesus Christ, he was the ultimate vessel created by the potter. Jesus took the form of the first uh, human created by clay by the potter. And Jesus, all the way from the manger in Bethlehem, all the way to the cross, was shaped and moved by the divine potter. Jesus did this by remaining open to God's will in worship, in community with his disciples, in, in community with the places where he found himself through spiritual disciplines like prayer and through his unyielding generosity, Jesus remains the unbroken vessel that we today follow. The good news is that while we individually can end up feeling as though we are broken vessels and at times our community will fall short of what the potter has formed us to be, the potter is not done with us. The potter's not done with us individually, and the potter's certainly not done with us as a community. The psalmist writes that God is distant, yet still intimately close with every aspect of our lives. We are created, and we exist today to marvel at the brilliance of the potter's work. So when we turn towards God, resisting evil in whatever form it presents, our, presents itself, we are no longer passive lumps of clay circling on a wheel, but rather we as a community, we are a vessel open to the possibility that the kingdom of God may take shape through God's work in us. The journey that we find ourselves on places us in the hands of the master potter. And in the process, we relinquish our own will and we turn towards the one who will mold us and shape us despite our own desires and tendencies to want to mold and shape ourselves. Because after all, the mercy of the divine potter will always be ours. Thanks be to God. Amen.